0: Welcome to another episode of NAC Health Center News. My name is Marisol murphy valentine This week, the health community will raise awareness of HIV-AIDS on World AIDS Day. Celebrated December 1st, this year's theme is Leadership Commitment Impact. According to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, more than 1.2 million people in the U.S. are living with HIV infection and almost one in eight are unaware of their infections. Community Health Center's emphasis on coordinated and comprehensive care offers a unique opportunity to screen early and screen often to increase access and improve health outcomes. Today we're talking to Sarah Dixon, Senior Program Director at the Iowa Primary Care Association, about a promising HIV-AIDS screening program at Iowa health centers. Iowa has 14 community health centers and a migrant health program that serve over 185,000 patients. Recognizing the state's rural landscape requires some innovation to increase access to HIV-AIDS screening, health
1: centers partnered with the state's health department. We've been really fortunate to be able to partner with our health department in the state. We have 10 of the health centers plus the migrant program that are able to receive six months of INSTE rapid test kits at no charge to do point-of-care screenings with patients. The
0: PCA trains the clinical staff and providers on the best practices and routine screening recommendations for HIV, STD, and HCV.
1: Our goal is really to to implement routine screening so that we are looking at risk factors and then also screening appropriately all of the patients that we serve.
0: The rapid test kits allow health centers to collect a sample at the point of care, test that sample, and have results for the patient as soon as they meet with their provider. It's all part of the Care Continuum Initiative.
1: This is an initiative that was established nationally in 2013, and it really has three goals. One is linking individuals, newly diagnosed individuals, I should say, to care. If they've been previously identified as, di- as with a diagnosis, then we are trying to retain them in care as a second goal. And then the third goal is increasing the proportion of HIV-diagnosed individuals with a viral load that's been suppressed adequately. And so that that viral load suppression is a really important component of the initiative because transmission rates go down when the viral load is suppressed. And in Iowa, we've achieved a 76% viral suppression rate in the work that we've done as a state. And that's a lot higher than rates in other states. So um, we're really pleased with how the work has helped to achieve those outcomes. In
0: 2015, routine screenings at Iowa health centers accounted for three HIV diagnoses, That's 2.4% of the total diagnoses in Iowa. While that may not seem like a lot, it does show that routine screening does work to identify individuals that are unaware they are living with HIV.
1: One of the things that makes Iowa unique as a more rural state is that we don't have necessarily a large city center where we see an AIDS epidemic, essentially. So it's spread out in our communities across the state, which means we need to have systems in place, you know, all throughout the state. And that's really the intention of the health department with this program and trying to really work in those more of those rural areas. So, you know, we we've completed since 2015 about 6000 HIV screenings and we had eight patients that were diagnosed with HIV and linked into care and then two individuals that had previously been diagnosed with HIV that were reengaged in care due to the work but i think the 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 distinction with a rural state like Iowa would be that we don't have a large city center we have to think about routine screening throughout the state to really be effective and um, reducing the transmission.
0: Funding for the initiative comes from the Ryan White Part B program. Ryan White Part B funding provides grants to deliver health care and support services to people living with HIV-AIDS.
1: I think we have a really great model with our health department in terms of how the project is supported. They essentially fund a position within the PCA. What they're looking for is basically the a staff person at the PCA to essentially reach out to the whole FQHC network and really get the health centers on board with routine screening. And so it was something they think that they felt like could occur more effectively when it's a staff person of the PCA versus health department staff going out and trying to work with the health centers. And then through that, we've that position, our program manager has done a ton of outreach outreach. In the in the health centers, and then also with just the public health departments that the health in the communities where the health centers are located. So she's connected with I think a lot of the state level initiatives, and we've actually used the model that the health department investment made to to work on other initiatives like colorectal cancer and hypertension. And so it's just been a a great way I think for the, the health department to reach some of their goals around certain disease states or screening in a, in a way that they had not partnered with the FQHCs successfully previously.
0: Making HIV-AIDS testing routine required some changes and encouragement.
1: Staff and provider training were obviously really key. and. Most of the centers, like I said, implemented routine screening at the point of care so that it was a pretty efficient way to, to screen patients. So, so I think the workflow at the point of care was really important. Um, the way in which we communicated with the patients about the tests was really important. And then the other thing that we did to try to help with best practices is just really document the workflows at the first centers that implemented and distribute essentially a manual or a toolkit that had policy templates, logs, resources, and then all the talking points you would need to continue to work with newly hired staff and then patients as well.
0: Iowa health centers also needed to be ready to combat the apprehensions patients might have about testing.
1: I think anytime we are screening patients for something new, so say we ask or start want to start asking about substance abuse issues, for example, we're doing the expert training or screening. It, it seems like the first time you might talk to a patient, they may decline or you know maybe feel. I don't know if offended is the right word, but I have some questions about why we're asking these t- types of things. I think it just takes some time. Over time, it becomes part of the visit. The patients expect that you're going to ask that, and, and they under- and they start to understand why. So I would say, you know, with the migrant program in particular, I think the, the provider just has to be really comfortable. And, and one of the key talking points is this, that... We're looking at your health in as comprehensive a way as we can. This is something that's so important. It's something that we can address if we find anything. And it's also peace of mind for you to know that, you know, if we don't find any results that, you know, you're you're in a good place. And then we can provide you some education about being able to stay and, you know, stay healthy and stay in that place. So I just think it takes time. So anytime we've asked depression-related questions, substance abuse, alcohol use, it takes about a year, it seems like. And then the patients are... They expect that they'll, they'll be asked those questions.
0: Sarah says a collaborative initiative has also resulted in health centers thinking more comprehensively about sexual health.
1: A lot more interest in training around LGBTQ inclusion and sensitivity. And you know some of our centers that are doing the best with a routine screening program are the ones that are really thinking ahead to some of those other issues for populations that might be more at risk.
0: She says the Iowa PCA looks forward to continuing to build on the partnership.
1: We're really grateful for the partnership with the health department, and I think we have great hopes that we can truly have the project become routine. You know, right now, our when you look at our screening rates, they're not as high as we want them to be to be considered routine screening. And so we, um, you know, we're excited, I think, about the possibilities of looking at how to improve those rates. And one of our goals is to bring that into our Performance Improvement Learning Collaborative to try to really help health centers with any of the barriers that they're having to get to that true routine screening rate with their entire population.
0: I'd like to thank Sarah for sharing the story about Iowa's efforts to increase access to HIV-AIDS screenings. Have a great health center story you'd like to share? Email communications at Want to keep up with the latest on health center news? Follow us on Twitter at NACHC. Thanks for listening. Music by Ben Sound. www.bensound.com